Where were you when you saw the announcement? <laughs> I was in the basement of my school amongst the mold. I see a notification on my phone amidst my macroeconomics class. I see a notification that Harry Styles posted because I don't get notifications for anybody else. So I like looked around to see if anybody else was experiencing the same thing as me. I don't think they were. I open it and I was smiling so hard. The grin on my face. I was so giddy. I feel so giddy and excited right now. Um, I just want to say I'm so happy uh, and excited. This is really, really spectacular. Tell me your experience. It was a casual morning. I was just chilling, you know, taking my time that morning. Here comes the sun, doom doo doo. I thought, hmm, maybe this day will turn around. I hear my phone go off like multiple times and I saw that you texted me, but I was carrying like so many things in my hands that I couldn't read it. I walk across campus, but my phone keeps going off. I'm like, oh, what's she talking about? What's she going on about? What is this, honey? I find the spot. I look at my phone. There's 16 messages from you. And I, I don't even take the time. I immediately open to Harry Florals. Immediate. Because I knew. I knew something was up. I think it's great that you knew because what else would I have been so excited about? I can't think of anything I would have been more excited about. Let's just say that 45 minutes later, I finally responded to your text. <laughs> yeah. Because I was so like engrossed with all the content. It was actually shocking. Like, I don't think I was breathing or anything. I'll never forget it. Compared to the last album announcement, it was not so much of a takeover on everyone's mm -hmm. story as it was this time, which was really cool to see that his base has grown so much, at least within my socialization. Yeah, I think that fine line, you could have gotten away without knowing about it. This one, you're not going to get away with it. You're yeah, gonna know one way it's or another. too big, yeah. Mr. Worldwide! No, but really, if he releases a single before the album, it's going to go number one. Oh, you're claiming that? You claim. I don't know what else would happen. Wow. It can't flop. No, but it doesn't even matter if it's a bad song. Mm, you think Harry would make a bad song? No, Whoa. I don't, because it would be a good song. Wow. I was scared there for a second. Welcome back, hotties. We're back. She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. Now come on now. In this week's episode, we give you a guide on how to practice being vulnerable, why we get uncomfortable opening up, even when others open up first. We break down how we perceive the mental health stigma and give our hot, sexy takes on HS3. Oh, wait, sorry. Harry's house. How do you say Harry's house to get to give it a nice ring? I don't know. Oh, Harry's house. I make this feel like home. Two weeks and I'll be home. A paper house. You bring me home. to guide on how to be vulnerable and open up. No, I, I like this topic. It's just, it's complicated. It's not complicated. Well, you got it wrong when I was explaining it, mate. It's not complicated. And I don't think I know the answer to this question. No. In fact, I have had several scenarios within the past week where people have called me out on my BS being like, Faith, you're so good at asking the right questions to get other people to be vulnerable, but you never answer your questions. You're never vulnerable back. And I was like, oh, you got me there. And now my guard is back up. I trust no one. I'm vulnerable. 
difficult for me to be vulnerable like I feel like I'm really good I never say that I'm really good at anything usually it's very rare but I admit I'm really good at so good. having conversations that people are usually uncomfortable having about feelings this podcast is a good example these types of conversations that we're having right now but it's very difficult for me to talk about myself in a vulnerable way yeah but it just goes back to talking about mental health how not talking about it and being vulnerable just perpetuates the stigma, you know? Like, if we're not talking about it, we're not doing anything. Not doing something is taking an action in the wrong direction. If you're just going about life, completely ignoring it, not having vulnerable conversations with other people, then I think you lack a bit of courage. 100% of the people in this world will indirectly or directly be impacted by mental health at one point in their life. If it's such a big problem, then why don't we talk about it more often? Like, why are we so hesitant to talk about it? Yeah, no, exactly. I think the stigma is being lessened in the Western world, but you still have a significant amount of people that have a fear of being vulnerable, not even just about mental health, but there's different scenarios where you can be vulnerable. For example, no sleep. Talking about race. Bus. That's a really uncomfortable conversation for many people. But if you don't talk about it, you know, you're silencing a conversation. People tend to act like they have the answers all the time. Club. And asking questions is being vulnerable. Getting feedback. Another club. Is being vulnerable. Failing and then getting back up. Another club. That can be kind of scary. Apologizing to someone. Another club. Kind of uncomfy. There's different scenarios in which you can be vulnerable that are outside of mental health too. Plain. Next place. No sleep. I think that's probably why so many people don't talk about mental health, at least within our context of socialization, is that it is uncomfortable and it is really difficult to do. Also, one of the things that helped me become better at being vulnerable within the past year, I would say, is gaining the right vocabulary. I think that if you don't have the right words to express your emotions, if you cannot understand how you're feeling a certain way, you interpret your experiences differently. Does that make sense? If you don't have the right words to say how you're feeling, you're not going to understand how you're feeling ever. Yeah, in the past year, I learned the word apathetic. She's incredibly intelligent. And I had no idea what that meant before. Right. People, it would scare them if they knew how smart she is. I think I had felt that way a lot of the times, but didn't know what I was feeling. So it was obviously like describing it wrong. Apathetic means it's kind of like feeling numb. Like you don't really care. Mm -hmm. Why was that so important for you to understand the definition? Like what we were saying just to describe how I feel. Things self-gaslighters say. I, I, I might have been overanalyzing it and trying to find another emotion word for what it was. Well, no, true. Gaining the right vocabulary validates your feelings because yeah. then you're like, oh, this is a human experience that other people go through. I identify with this. And then it helps you process what you're going through. Some fears I have towards vulnerability is oversharing. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I find myself avoiding being vulnerable out of fear that the other person just doesn't care. And it's also weird when you're vulnerable to somebody and they're not vulnerable back. I'm fine. Really? Absolutely. 
I'm fine, totally fine. I don't know why it's coming out all loud and squeaky, cause really, I'm fine. I feel like I do that a lot. It almost makes you feel a little weak, even though when it's actually the opposite, I think vulnerability can be a strength rather than a weakness and it can show emotional intelligence. She's incredibly intelligent. Oh, for sure. Part of what I have been taught for so long is that it's important for me to please others. Find your pleasing. And perfectionism, which is something that if you've been listening for a while, you know that I struggle with. And so I think that kind of ties into the not wanting to overshare because you're like, this person just doesn't really care or they can't relate. Oh my God, this makes me so... So I'm sharing <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. This is... Oh, humiliating! However, being vulnerable is courageous, as I've already said, because you're leaning into that emotional exposure and taking a risk. But also, knowing how to be vulnerable with people who have earned the right to hear your story and your experience. Because you don't have to be vulnerable with everyone. No, so your, your vulnerability has to be earned by a certain extent. But you also have to be ready to see when somebody deserves your vulnerability. You know, no tea, no shade. Actually, all tea, all shade. Yeah. Yeah. Can you give an example of when you know someone's earned that right? I think you know when it's time. That's a really good point, Diane. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Thank you. I hate it when people say that. It's like when you are trying to decide a school, but you just know. When you're on campus, you just know that you, you get belong there. It's avoiding the question. I don't want to answer the question. Can we have another question? You're pulling a Harry. Well, you actually, to be vulnerable, you have to know the right time to be vulnerable. Um, uh, I don't know, really. Um, I mean, I, I don't know, really. I don't, I don't know if I, uh... So, we have no answer to that. If you have trust issues and you want to be vulnerable, tough luck. This for everybody going through tough times. Believe me, been there, done that. And now for our segment of Hot Takes, where we hope you don't cancel us. Don't be mad at me. These are just my opinions. How many times do I have to say it? You know what I can't get out of my head? There's a scene in Batman where he's talking to the Riddler in the hospital or whatever through the glass. I don't know why I remember this, but he says, psychopath. <laughs> I feel like you say it, psychopath, but he said, psychopath. Is this what you're saying? Rob is terrible at acting in that one scene? No, Rob's accent is actually not very good. No, I think <sighs> it actually it, it is. Hot take. No, it is. He he excels in Twilight. Make up your mind. I want to make love to you in this club. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with a bit of bump and grind. Yep. Oh, this could be a hot take, but I didn't like his hair in Batman. Why? The especially when he was uh, Bruce Wayne didn't like the hair it looked like it just didn't look good it looked like a justin bieber swoop i just think it's really weird how in the movie the people when they're shooting batman shoot him in the head it's the only place that's not protected but they always shoot him in where it is protected are you stupid it like no, made me frustrated I even though i don't want batman to die but <laughs> you just bring on his downfall <laughs> yeah let the villains know shoot him in the head yeah, I don't know. Cast me next movie. I'll do the work. I will kill Batman. I know yeah. how to do it. I'll be the Joker's stunt double. 
No, it's just <laughs> Joker. And then when he turns around, he becomes this really tall girl. Hello. I'm Harry Styles. No, hot take is that I did fall asleep multiple times during Batman. Why lie? And then I woke up and bam, they were kissing. Slay! Slay! Um, no, I have another okay. hot This is so random. I have another hot take. Oh my gosh, we're just throwing these like fire. <laughs> this is so random too. But when I'm too lazy to plug in my phone to play music in the car, we just listen to the radio. <laughs> and why are you laughing? I haven't even gotten to the good part yet. Batman. And like, <laughs> okay, so when I plug in my phone, like I just <laughs> I think it's all what, interconnected. What? Wait for my point. If I don't like a song, I will change it. Okay. I'm not listening to a bad song. Life's too short. Oh, I hate that you do that. Oh, that bothers me so much. No, because I don't have I'm not one of those people that has to listen to the song all the way through. Yeah. But sometimes I'll like settle on a song. I'll be like, oh, this is fine. And then I'll sit back and I'll be like, no, this is actually terrible. And then switch it again. Okay. Anyways, recently the radio hasn't been good, but you know what song has been coming up an awful lot? Need to know by Doja Cat. I don't got no tights. I don't want to fuck all night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. And if that song is on the radio, I will keep it on. Oh, oh, oh. thing on the radio these days what what yeah because maybe i'm just imagining batman's whole action sequence to need to know by (laughs) my whole perception of you has changed this is life-changing now would i ever choose to listen to it on my phone no but you're a fan. This is fan behavior you are telling me. No, I think Doja Cat's funny on TikTok, though. I, I saw an article of her, like, announcing she's leaving the music industry. I was like, babes, why'd we even write this? Like, who's <laughs> oh getting fooled by this? No, I know nothing about Doja Cat. Don't, don't be saying that. Don't be spreading false fucking rumors. Can you kiss me more? Hey, yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> better hope there's a lot of girls listening to this with the volume turned down no because that song gets me going like that'll get me going up no today when i was driving to school it was on and i was full-on singing the hey yeah whoa whoa (laughs) quinn loves to sing to doja cat in her car those are the only words i know and they're not even words hey hey whoa Wow, wow. There's one there's there's a line in specific I really like. I like how I like how the, the lyrics goes. just be touching your heart. <laughs> no, they literally I can't relate to them on any level. Don't take this personally, but oh, oh please. No, I mean it. You're one of the worst singers I've ever heard in my life. Okay, I have a hot take. Listen up. You know how we have talked about seasonal depression? on this potty before how sometimes we can get really sad based on the winter weather and we've also talked about the summer weather too there's four seasons and the only one i think that i'm happy in is fall because the worst seasonal depression comes in the springtime yeah hot take now let me explain myself it's because the serotonin that i get from the sun in the spring is unmatched it's unreal but then the extreme dip that i take in mood when i have to be inside when it's sunny out unreal 
and it's terrible. It actually makes me so sad. And then just like the irregularity of the spring weather, not fun for me. Yeah, that's my hot take. The worst seasonal depression comes in spring. Fight me for on it. For you, for you. Now skip to my loo. Jersey. Oh my God. No, points have been made, I suppose. I'm trying to think of how I felt in past springs because this spring is very different for me. Like my life is changing so much next year. But at the same time, this is also a very stressful spring. I mean, the past spring was bad. The spring before that was also bad because it was like the beginning of quarantine. My points are being proven here. Like, no, I kind of liked the beginning of quarantine. No, that's a hot take right there. Let's, (laughs) no, do not start reminiscing about quarantine again. No, because it was good for a week and then it was not. And it has never been the same since. This is our HS3. (laughs) Speaking our truth on quarantine. (laughs) It it was fun and then it was not fun very quickly. And I feel like I have never recovered from it since. Here comes the sun. Doom doo-doo. I think it was just a very surreal experience. I think back on it and I think of how we just stepped outside, put on our DIY masks and walked for miles every day. I'm out of here. It's coming by your name season. Let's get to it. I need to start watching that. That's also very summery too, I think. But I love that movie. I love that movie. Is it bad in the sense that, you know, there's some problematic elements to it? Yes, but I love it. I don't know if I actually like the plot or anything. But just no, I, the vibes no. are immaculate and Timothy looks great. That's it. That's all you need in a movie. Just, you can feel his emotion. He's such a good actor. Oh yeah, I'm going to get that on, on my list of things to do. You yeah. laugh at it. You cry at it. You smile. Your heart flutters. Like, what else do you want in a movie? I don't understand. I want to make love to you in this club. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with a bit of bump and grind. Yep. The last scene just puts you in, I don't even know how to describe it because it's so undescribable. Como se dice, indescribable. What do you call it when it's like an out-of-body experience? I don't know. You feel like you're transcending. Good morning, class. Today, we will be learning how to. Slay. So obviously, to be vulnerable, it takes practice. What are some ways do you think you can practice? As I said in a previous episode, the people that give me energy, those are the easiest people to open up to. They ask the right questions. And that's hard to find, people that ask the right questions. Sometimes for people, they just have certain people in their life where it's easy to open up to them. Mm -hmm. So maybe try to find that person. Okay, I've thought of a few things. Listen to this, bro. Are you ready? No. This, honey. I was shocked, honey. I feel like there's another side of vulnerability, and that is being vulnerable with yourself. Okay, hear me out. I think that exploring your creativity can help you be more vulnerable with yourself. I often avoid doing things I'm like uncomfortable at or bad at that I think I'm bad at, like art, for example. But I think that just like going with the process. You're not bad at art. Don't even say that. She's lying, everyone. Three ways to spot a liar. But I don't do it because I think it's going to turn out bad. So I think that actually doing that 
could be a way to feel more vulnerable with myself and feel more comfortable with my flaws. Okay, second, number two. Now, I don't do this at all, but eye contact. Avoiding eye contact is self-protection, you know? But it actually just causes you to disconnect with the other person. You know what? Eye contact is so powerful, and I just, I don't do it. You're so right. When I... I'm afraid to talk to someone, I will not make eye contact. I look above them or something. I'm like, what if somebody did that to me? Well, I'd be doing the same thing, so I probably wouldn't even notice. Oh, you're so right. When I get uncomfortable, I look to the side. You're right. Uh, I was talking about this with someone, too. I avoid things that I'm afraid I'm not going to be perfect at, and I just won't do them. I'll be like, mm, no. And I'm done. I'm not good at it. I'm done. I've had enough. Not going to do it. I'm triggered. I'm triggered. You should practice eye contact. It might it might make you feel more confident, too. But then sometimes when you're looking at someone, then you lose your train of thought because you're so focused on making eye contact. They're like, oh, what was I saying? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, just keep on looking at them. Like, what did you say? Some people are really good at eye contact, too. Yeah. To the point where it makes you uncomfortable. You're like, okay, can you not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please. Yeah. You're making me feel bad. Why are you looking at me? Why are you perceiving me right now? I ain't staying here. Sorry. I love you, but I ain't staying here. No, that, those are really good. Yeah. Really moving. Oh, gosh. Well, it looks like I got to work on my eye contact abilities. Batman makes eye contact. Okay. Correction. Be more like Batman. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Sorry, we haven't been posting that frequently. However, we are so excited to release this episode and hear what you guys have to say about it. To chat with us, DM us at we are socially anxious on Instagram. We'd love to see it. Do it. Do it. I am vengeance. We live in your walls. Hasta luego, baby. Good luck with everything. I love you. Bye.